Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome Erev Shabbos. Yet another week has come and gone and once again it's time for our weekly Friday custom of sharing just one of the hundreds of meaningful and relevant messages that we can glean from this week's Torah portion, which is Parsha's Kisavo. Before I get to that though, I actually just remembered that in this Parsha, there is a line that we referenced all the way back in episode 4 when I told you about the power of tefillin that's not just on one's head, but in it. Which is a good one, I think, but I'm not going to go and repeat that today. Welcome to go back and refer to it. I think it was the day, actually, that my son put on his tefillin for the first time. However, instead, today, I want to share a beautiful idea on a sentence in this week's portion that is explained by the Ramban, Nachmandis, a great sage who was born in Spain in 1194 and was privileged to make it to Israel and died in 1270. A little background information first, though. Chapter 27 of Sefer Dvarim, Deuteronomy, is full of warnings about behavior that people will be held accountable for, and in fact, it uses the powerful language of arur, cursed. Cursed if they do or don't do certain things. So we know these are serious offenses to our values. The parak or chapter, lists many actions, such as mistreating someone who is a convert, an orphan, or a widow, hitting others, accepting bribes and murder cases, and a whole slew of other actions which we would all frown upon. And upon finishing the chapter, a whole new chapter starts, which lists a whole bunch of blessings that will be showered on people who don't behave in such a manner, but rather those who pursue lofty values and ideals. However, before transitioning from the chapter of curses to the chapter of blessings, there is one last verse in the curse section, which has a simple meaning, but also a much deeper one that I'd love to share. The chapter closes with a verse of those who are cursed if they do not raise the Torah to be followed. The question is, what does that mean, to raise the Torah to be followed? The simple explanation could simply be saying that it's just, oh, by the way, I know we listed some mitzvot and values you should follow, but really, you should be doing your best to live all of them. However, the Ramban says something amazing. He says this verse is not referring to our obligation to uphold Torah, but rather it's a very different obligation. He explains that this Pasuk is saying, you want to know what else is really frowned upon in Judaism? When a person who could be what's called a tzaddik gummer, a completely righteous person in all their actions, and who has the potential or opportunity to help inspire others and help them with the Torah he knows and raise someone else's life up with the power of Judaism, and they don't do that, that's not cool. In fact, it is the final item on the list of cursed behavior. Think about it. You could have it all, know it all, do it all, have it all together from a Jewish perspective, but that is not the point. The value is to take what you have learned and then share it with others to uplift them. Think of it like a great stock tip. If you have some great insight but are not willing to share it with your friends, yeah, you might be successful, but in life, real success is not from succeeding but in helping others to succeed as well. And therefore, in Judaism, there is a big emphasis on the idea that when a person learns something valuable, they have an obligation and a moral duty to share that wisdom with others. We don't live so that we succeed but rather we learn how to live a great and noble life and then live to share what we have learned with others so that they can too. It's one of the reasons why I encourage people to flip over an episode to others if they know something might resonate with someone else because why should I keep such powerful wisdom all to myself? Everyone can benefit from it. It also will relate to an idea that I have which I look forward to sharing with you. 
tomorrow. And on that note, wishing you a Shabbat Shalom, and I do in fact look forward to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs>